Claire. Happy New Year. Happy New Year for real, because last week we kind of pre-recorded, so we weren't really in the New Year when we recorded the, for the New Year. How was your New Year's Eve? You were in Costa Rica. I, I want to go back. It's snowing. Was I, it so hard? To, I mean, that's probably the hardest is to come back to a climate yes, that's like so cold, cold after being dry. in such a warm cocoon. We, it was so funny. We were in the shuttle on the way back to the airport. I'll tell the whole story, but we were on the shuttle on okay. the way back to the airport. And Miles was like looking at his hands and like kind of rubbing the back of his hands. And he just goes, back to the aquaphor. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you're not wrong, buddy. It was amazing. We were in Nosara, which is like about two and a half, three hours from the Liberia airport. So it was a couple long travel days. Is you that to, like, where we flew no. into? We okay. flew to San Jose, which is a little bit further. It's more like central. Liberia is a little bit further north. The Nosara area is south, like south, southwest of Liberia. And then if you had gone then back to San Jose, it would have been like four hours sort of southeast instead of two and a half hours northeast to get back to Liberia. So we went down there because my oldest brother, who is 10 years older than me and lives in Brooklyn, um, he is married and has three kids who are all around the same age as my kids. And he decided that, well, he didn't. So his mom, okay, guys, this is about to get confusing. We need a little, what we call like a brother. family tree. Yeah, we need the time to bring it, roll in Claire's family tree. Yeah. Like a whiteboard. So I have two half brothers. This is one of my half brothers. So we have the same dad, different mom. So their mom was married to my dad prior to my mom. So their mom is someone who's been in my life my whole life, obviously, because we shared, you know, our kids, like my siblings are. Right. The family shares family. She's, I would say she is like the functional equivalent of like an aunt. Like she's around at all the family, the family events. I don't really talk to her that much, but like I am like on good terms with her. Love it when I run into her. She's around. She's super nice. And she's married. Um, She remarried this guy who's also so nice. They're wonderful. They retired years ago, but last year decided to like sell their house, which was in Longmont, and moved to Costa Rica. So they have a house in Samara, 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 which is a little bit further south. Yeah, south from Nosara and is like less touristy. So my brother Michael was like, well, let's do like a family vacation to Costa Rica because my mom's going to be there, blah, blah, blah. So it ended up being like almost 30 people. It included like my brother, his wife, my cousin and his family, and then like my sister-in-law's sister's husband's cousin and their family, and then like their parents. It was so many people. So we all were in like these different little houses, so which worked out because then we like could kind of take our space and like come together for meals and like there were so many adults that at any given time you could kind of like mix and match with the kids and then there were plenty of kids so the kids that didn't all get sick of each other they could kind of fun like fun little compound scenario so which is kind of like the dream life so it really was a dream life and at one point <laughs> i was like you know i actually am this has been like one of the best vacations i've ever been on and i think it's because like i'm not i don't feel like oh, I'm ready to get back to my routine. Cause like we basically have created this little neighborhood at the beach where like all of our favorite family members are down the street. And then we are like going to go over their house for dinner every single night. Like we have just kind of created this dream life of being able to just see our family and our friends and like our kids have friends there. And I think if we had gone with just our family, it still would have been really fun. But by the end, I'm sure the kids would have been bickering. We would have been like, okay, if you guys are going to fight, we might as well just be in Longmont and you can fight. And it just worked out. The dynamics were great. The town was so cute. It's not by any means undiscovered like everyone speaks English they take dollars like everything but it is 
since it is so far from the airport, it's a little bit off the beaten path and the roads are like not paved and there are just potholes everywhere and you're driving golf carts around instead of cars and um, which is was also fun because it made it feel very like separate from the rest of the world. Like you really felt like you were just in this little bubble. So yeah, it was great. We went surfing, which was super fun. The kids took a surf lesson and Evie got paired up with this surf instructor and he was so nice and she just like was not feeling it. And so she told him at one point, like Brandon and I are out surfing <laughs> and I took a lesson with Brandon just kind of give us something to do together. And Miles uh-huh. like was with his own instructor. And so Brandon and I were out in the ocean. This instructor is with Evie on the beach. And she must have told him like, I don't want to be with you anymore. Leave me alone. And so he was like, well, I'm just going to give her some space. So she, you know, walked away. And she's maybe like, 30, 50 feet away from him, but he's still watching her. Yeah, of course. Like, and, she, he's right. like, I'm not going to abandon you. <laughs> and it's a huge beach. Like, she, yeah. and it's very shallow. Like, she's not in danger of like suddenly ending up in deep water Getting without him away. noticing. Right. Right. And, but this other woman notices this little girl just like seemingly playing by herself on the beach and comes over and is like, hey, where's your parents? The surf instructor comes over and is like, oh, I'm with her. And the, and Evie tells this woman, this man is not my father like this person is not my parent and he like I don't want him around me and he won't leave me alone (laughs) (laughs) and so this woman's like oh stranger danger like red flags going off so she comes out like takes Evie's hand and like is like okay where is your mom and Evie's like she's out there oh meanwhile the surf instructor's like oh my god exactly meanwhile the surf instructor is like no really it's fine and Evie's like no I told him like he will not leave me alone So she, the woman ends up like flagging me down. I go in and like explain the whole thing. And like to her credit, I think she did the right thing. Totally. Yeah. But I just felt so bad for that instructor. He was just like, I'm so sorry. I was like, no, this has nothing to do with you. Evie is just (laughs) her own situation. I don't know who this man is. Right. He came out of nowhere and he will not leave me me alone. Exactly. (gasps) Can you imagine her in like, you know, 20 years on a date and just like the waiter coming up and she's like, like, I don't know who this person is. I don't know who this person is. He won't leave. Yeah. It was pretty much like, oh, just major stranger danger. It was so funny. Oh, that is so funny. And then we kept, because the beach is, the town is pretty small and there's only a couple surf schools and like they're in the same area every single day and it was right by the, like the beach area where our house was so we kept seeing the same instructor every day pretty much and evie would see him and she literally would go uh this guy again it's like who are you why are you wow he was so sweet to her anyway it was just really funny this guy this guy again has she ever done anything like that before like with people she doesn't like or if she just wants to be left alone yes she does that with everyone like if she's around people even like not really me. She doesn't do it too, but she'll do it to Brandon. She'll do it like to her teachers where she'll just, she'll just be like, I don't want you around me. Like I want to go do my own thing. But normally she's like at school or something like, okay, whatever. Like she'll go to the other side of the playground and just sort of like have a moment where she kind of has this like, I need some space sort of moment, you know? (laughs) And so. I mean, this really kind of goes hand in hand with the story you told a couple episodes ago. I can't remember which one. It was one of the last two where we were talking about like her having to go to the the bathroom and you were like, you're going to pee your pants. And she's like, well, they're my pants. Exactly. I can speak for myself. Thank you very much. Exactly. I know what I want. And it's not this. The other thing, the other funny EV story from the trip was that we did this little ATV tour and we were on these ATVs going through the jungle. I love this so much. (laughs) We're on this like bumpy dirt road, not even a road, like a trail. Evie keeps falling asleep. And I was just like, how are you falling? It's so loud. The ATVs sound like you're, you know, you're on like a lawnmower. They're so loud. It's hot. We're like jumping, like bouncing all around. We're going through rivers. And she 
I just kept feeling her like start to slip and I would like oh, grab her arms because she's holding on around me. So I would, yeah. like, I would start to feel her arms like go limp and I would grab her arms and gra- hold onto them like a seatbelt. And I'd be like, Evie, wake up. And I have to shout for her to hear me because it's that loud. Evie, wake up. And she would go, why? <laughs> Because like, you have to hold on. She's like, this is like the womb. There was a yeah. lot of noises going on. It was warm. It was bumpy. Right. She's like, I am holding on. I was like, I. And then I would just feel her like start to just like. Oh my gosh. Back over. She's speaking my language. And that was, I was just laughing so hard. Like how. Such a was, great talent yeah. falling asleep anywhere. It yeah. was unbelievable. I was like, how I was just laughing. Like, of course, leave it to Evie to be like, this does not impress me. I am going to fall asleep. I'm going to just take a nap. This jungle is not interesting to me. This ATV ride is beneath me. I am going to take a nap. We got there and she said, I just took some snoozes. Uh, (laughs) It's kind of like your parents when they're tired. Yeah. They'd be like, I'm just resting my eyes. Right. I'm not like, don't sleep. Whenever I'd be like babysitting my cousins when I was younger, I'd be like, don't take a nap, Joy. I'm like, I'm just resting my eyes. I'm so tired. Oh, yeah. It was great. And Miles did great, too. He is, you know, has a few less, like, ridiculous anecdotes. But he went surfing, got to stand up a couple times. We did the zip lining thing that was super, super fun. We had a great time. I love zip lining. Do you I like do it? I do, too. Yeah. It's Remember great. when we went in Costa Rica and we, mm-hmm. like, jumped in that waterfall at the end? It's That so was so fun i remember at the end they were like do you want to go fast or slow and like if you because at the end they at the end you have to like get to this waterfall and dip into the pool be like you lower down into this pool in order to hike out you had the choice of like being lowered down really fast where you would just like splash in or you would be lowered down slow and like gently be lowered in and i just like the idea of like free falling scares me so i was like i'm gonna opt for a slow lowering but i kind of like regret not doing the fast jump because it's so fun like the whole just like jumping and yeah that like whoosh i know flying into the air we didn't have anything quite like that but the very first you know there's like what there were 10 or 12 different zip lines that you did like throughout the course and the first one they had the kids go with the guides because they were like you know the parents you need to do it by yourself first so that you understand how to break which is for safety purposes very good you know i like didn't i very wouldn't have thought good of that. and like if you do it wrong you could like lose your hand and so right, if you put it in front or and it's just like okay you most of people probably haven't done this before like not, none of us are ziplining on the regular and so like if you're doing it with your kid you're there's so much you're thinking about and so they took the kids on the first one and then the adults all went by themselves uh, when they said that i thought we're like, we're not going to make it. There's no way Evie is going to go on the first one with, like, some random guide. Right, especially, yeah. I mean, especially after the surfing incident. Especially after what we know about the surf guide. It turned out fine. I, I don't know how. Like, it was This weird zipliner won't leave me alone. Yeah, and I... I mean, it was like, it turned out fine, but it was really, um, yeah, there was a moment where I was like, oh no, we've just driven like 40 minutes into the jungle on this like giant cargo truck on the back of this giant cargo truck with all these children. And we're going to have to drive back out because Evie is not going to get on the zip line. She did fine. It was so cute. I came in like right out. I was the person right after her and I like came into the little platform, you know, and she was just beaming and she's like, I was so brave. I was so brave. It was so cute. Because like, how do they do it with kids? Because you have to have, you have to have good momentum or else you get stuck right yeah and the first one i think the reason they do it that way is because it was like the shortest and kind of like fastest one i got stuck multiple times out oh you did and they had to come rescue me like three or four oh no (laughs) they but it was like apparently the conditions were it was really hot and sticky and they were like oh yeah 
if you come on like in the morning when it's not so hot or you come on a day where it's been raining, like this doesn't happen. But, you know, it's like a hot muggy day and the lines expand or whatever. So anyway, um, and we ate a lot of fish and fruit. So much fruit. Oh, I drank so, so many coconuts. Good. I know that that's like oh, such a tacky tourist thing, but I, I freaking know, love it. But I love it's so. Remember we it's went to that best. market and we were yes. just like, this is the most refreshing thing I've ever had in my life. I love. We it were so just much. so refreshed, and they have them cold, and it is so touristy, but very delicious. And then what else did you? You had food, and then there was something else that you were posting about that I was like, oh, that looks so cool. I don't know. It just looks amazing. Like, what yeah. a great way to ring in the New Year. So you went to a dinner on New Year's Eve? Yeah, we did a dinner, like, one of the resorts down there called the Gilded Iguana. And it was very resorty. Like, it felt like we could have been, you know, in Cancun or any something for that matter. But it was great. Again, with the kids, like, I'm not trying to have some sort of, like, authentic off-the-beaten-path experience when I have a four-year-old and eight-year-old with me, let alone, like, several other small children or young children. So um, it was really, it, it was, I think the thing that was so nice about it is because we were with so many other families, everyone kind of had the same priorities of like, okay, let's find some activities where it's going to be fun for the adults, but also really fun for the kids. And, you know, we don't want to like be too stressed out about anything. We don't want to like be in a car all day, every day to go to the different things. Like we all really had similar priorities around it, which was nice because I think it can be hard when you're traveling with your family if like everyone kind of wants to do different things. And you think to yourself like at the beginning, like, oh, everyone can just do what they want. But if the thing that everyone wants is really different, then that can be really stressful because everybody has like different schedules and everything. So it was great. Um, We loved it. I would definitely go back. Yeah, then we landed in Denver on Saturday night at like dinner time and it was very cold and dry. And Evie's hair was like so curly and cute in Costa Rica. And as soon as we got out of customs, her hair just went like stick straight and and so staticky. And I was like, and we're back. Oh, I love the humidity hair. And then you saw some guests. We need to talk about these fun people you saw on the way home. If you're if you've been a listener for since the beginning, this will be fun news for you. Okay, so first of all, I actually met a listener in the water. Her name is Kristen. Oh, that's okay. Yes, yeah, that's what I wanted to follow Ottawa? up on. I kept I, I can't and believe she, you met a listener oh gosh, in the water was, that is in Costa Rica. That is I so. Know random she was like getting out of the water after surfing and i had kind of spotted her and was like oh that girl has a cute like swimsuit on and she was walking out what was the and swimsuit? we were it was like a surf suit, like a long sleeve swimsuit cute okay for, yeah really cute we were just down at the beach for sunset and the kids were boogie boarding and i was just kind of standing there like chatting with one of the other parents it was pretty crowded. And she came over and was like, hey, um, I listened to your podcast. And it was just so sweet. And again, like, I love it every single time anybody takes the time to come say hi. I feel like people think, oh, I don't want to bother them. But I am so grateful that, like, people think, oh, I'm going to take the time to actually go talk to that person. Yeah, honestly, guys, if you it do makes see my day us, every time. It, it, like, keeps the wind in the sails. Because we've it been really doing does. this for so long. Sometimes I'm like, does anyone really care about what we say anymore? Totally. So she was so, so wonderful and nice. And we just like had a little chat and I was so excited that she came to say hi. And it was so funny. And my brother afterwards was like, oh, do you know her? And I was like, well, she listens to my podcast. My brother was like, what? Your podcast? Yeah. And yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, the, the podcast I've been doing for 10 and a half years. And he was like, she knows you through your podcast? I was like, I, it's okay. You can be shocked. I'm very yeah. famous. <laughs> it's so funny. Like my brother, my bro- I think I've said this before. My brother, I don't even think he understands what a, he's, you know, a jet pilot genius but like I don't think he understands what a podcast is to this day I don't think he really understands like what I do as a hobby he texted me one day out of the blue and he's like oh my gosh I'm so proud of you my secretary listens to your podcast (laughs) and I was like oh so now you kind of get it so I'm actually gonna meet her and 
hi, if you're listening. He's like, yeah, she listens to your podcast. And so he's for his change of command, we're going out in a couple weeks to oh my gosh, celebrate so that. Cool. And so I'll get to meet her. And so I'm like, ah, okay, Jay, now do you legit. kind of like understand? Yeah, so fun. Um, Yeah, and then I was on my way back. We were on our way back at the airport in Costa Rica. And I was like, kind of browsing around just trying to I was trying to find a new book and they didn't have any like bookstores in the airport which was bizarre to me because in most American airports it's like every other stand is a bookstore and I there's this guy walking towards me and I was like wow that guy is ripped and I was like he looks kind of familiar I was like oh my god it's Chris G it's Chris G oh that is <laughs> he's in, in, ripped and he was so tan he's and so I was ripped. like and he's tall too so he like kind of stood out and I was like yeah oh, wow. I made eye contact with him and I was like, oh my gosh, I know who that is. Not only do I know him, like, I know, I mean, you know, I haven't talked like, to him in years, but like, we I, go back. We right, go we back. We go back. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I've met this, recognize this guy from somewhere. It's like, this is Chris super G. fan. Chris G has been Hashtag a podcast supporter since the beginning and was actually on one of our, was our 100 <laughs> episode guest, one of them. It's so crazy. And I remember seeing pictures of Brie in Costa Rica. So Brianna Firestone, who's the um, School of Betty, she's been on our podcast before. She started dating Chris G like over a year ago, Be- um, Betty. Like two years ago. Yeah, two. It's probably yeah. yes, it's probably two years ago. So she and I went to dinner one night. She was like talking about this guy she was dating. She's like, I think you know him. And I was like, Oh my god, you're dating Chris G? Because they were just wonderful, starting. Wonderful human. I, yeah, and, yeah, and she, like, didn't know because they, like, met on an app. And I was like, let me tell you how amazing this person is. I'm like, you you hit the jackpot. I have zero negative things, like, no notes. And she was, like, super excited. They were kind of like, you know, I stayed right, out of like, it, obviously, because I'm like, I'm trying not to get too involved. Right. But I was like, oh, my God, you have to so marry him immediately. <laughs> I actually didn't know her last name. And he was like, I'm actually here with my girlfriend. She's been on your podcast a couple of times, I think. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, Brianna. Or Brianna. And I was like, what's her last name? And he said, Firestone. And I was like, I don't think I know who that is. And he was like, <laughs> she does like finance stuff. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, her, of course I know who that is. Like, and we've had her on multiple times. Oh my gosh. That's I know. So funny. They are so wonderful. And it was like such a fun little, and then we like brought them over. They talked to Brandon and it was just, they are two just, super wonderful people who I don't ever see. That was a fun, I just love like running into people. And then we got on the plane, like they were there. And then all the family that we were on had been on our trip with. Were oh my on the gosh, it was plane. like a private jet of friends. Yeah, it was like, I literally know like 20 people on this plane. <laughs> it was very fun. But I had so much fun running. Yeah, when, again, like when if you see us in the wild, please, please say hi. It really made please me Please say hi. Oh, well, happy 2024. What a yeah. great beginning. Yes. It was so fun. I am actually going back to Costa Rica again in April, at the end of April, well, like middle, mid-April for another Surf with Amigas retreat. And I had kind of been like lukewarm on the idea going into this trip where I was like, I don't need, do I need to go to Costa Rica twice in like three months? It feels like a lot. Maybe I should just cancel and move my deposits like a different trip later on in the year. But now having gone on this trip, I'm like, no, I need to go back right away. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So it's actually kind of like... Has, Grease um, the wheels, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of lessened the blow that I have another trip already in April. What about you? How was your New Year's? You it was were nice. We went to yeah, we went to Westcliff, and so that was of course wonderful. We took the dogs. It was really cold, obviously in the mountains, but it was so nice. We went to Salida one of the days, which is just this cute little town about an hour north. Yeah, like northwest. And I love Salida. If you ever get a chance to go to Salida, people out there, it's just such a cute little mountain town. 
Um, they have like a ski resort right by there, but the downtown is just adorable. We had some really good pizza. I went to this little apothecary where they sell, I'm, I'm kind of obsessed now with that dram sparkling water. Kelly, Kelly's like, I have no clue uh, that that's where Westcliff is. Yeah. It's, yeah Westcliff I mean, is Westcliff is middle of nowhere. It's like middle of nowhere. Southwest of Colorado Springs. Yeah, so if you go if you go South Colorado Springs, it's west of Pueblo, like an hour west of Pueblo is the best way to describe it for people who are more familiar with the Colorado cities. I guess like the one of more one of the more fun, not fun, interesting facts is we always drive through Florence, which has a huge federal prison, and it's always like very eerie. I always tell Scott Scott it's always like, goes, that's it's the federal prison. It's like where they send Al Qaeda and like Yes. Yeah, like, it's that one. That's like on the, like the, yes, the the supermax of all supermax prisons. Exactly. Yeah. Scott always, when we drive by, Scott always goes, there's a lot of bad dudes in there. <laughs> it's so kind of like eerie because you just look at it and you're like, you know, some really, really bad people are locked up there. So we always pass by that federal prison. Um, but yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. So we went to Slida for a day. We had amazing pizza at Amika's. If you ever want to go to Amika, get some good food. Amika's is great. And then they've got like some really cute boutique stores. So it's really grown in the past handful of years. We went to this store. I can't remember. I want to say it's like Wolf something coffee, Wolf Apothecary. And they have like a little coffee bar. And three weeks ago, I tried that Dram Sparkling Water, D-R-A-M. And it's was created by these awesome people in Colorado. The blends are so good. I'm kind of obsessed now. So I saw that they were selling it in this apothecary. So I went there and I got these like little tinctures that they make. So that was really fun. If you have a chance to buy Dram, please support this business. Didn't you say that they were originally in a different yeah, town it's and they like were a like, cool I, little story. It was Yeah. My understanding is that it was I think they always did like they had like bitters, but they didn't have canned drinks like that. Like they didn't have like a little packaged drinks. They did bitters and for a while they actually had like a bar in a bakery in Silver Plume, which is the, just a random little exit that looks like nothing. If you are on I-70 headed west, you climb the hill out of Georgetown and then just on your right is yep. this little like, it's, it's like a cul-de-sac of a town. Don't they have a little pizza place? That No, I don't even think they have a pizza place. I think you're thinking of Idaho Spring. This is <gasps> yes, like even yeah. smaller than that. It literally is like, it looks like a cul-de-sac, like the hotel town but it's an old old mining town you know it's got like a mill thing like a windmill situation and they used to have a little storefront there and they were open like from thursday to sunday and you could and it was very trendy and they always like sold out it was very small batch and it was like very off you know very like yeah kind of like some of the bakeries here where it's like sorry we close it whenever we sell out which is like in two hours right oh kelly says they have a train station okay who knew and then so they owned this little place in silver plume and not to be confused with silver thorn which is much bigger no silver plume the woman i think eventually was like i don't actually like people and i'm sick of running this like kind of underground (laughs) hipster bar i'm not gonna do it anymore so she closed it and bought some land in salida and moved out there to do i think at first she thought she was going to maybe do more like herbal stuff, like kind of more lean into the apothecary mm-hmm. side of it, and then ended up going in the direction of these functional beverages. Oh, and so I think they still have bitters too that you can get. But that they was do. their first I, thing was like she I, made these like okay because that's what I bought. Yeah. yeah, I bought some bitters in this little apothecary that they had, and so 
I'm very excited. I put them in my little sodas every day. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I hate people. I'm moving. You know, speaking of, and then we'll take a break because we have some ads, but speaking of just like throwing it all away and like moving, there are those bartenders in Costa Rica and Claire was texting us about like people who just like throw like... (laughs) One of the other things about when we were in Costa Rica is that it was... Uh, me and Brandon's 10-year wedding anniversary. And so one of the nights on our anniversary, on our anniversary, we left my kids with my brother and everybody else, the other like 95 people. And we went to this little bar. We sit down at the bar and the guy comes over and he's clearly American. And he was like, where are you guys from? I said, oh, we're from the Denver area. And he's like, oh, I just came from there. We were like, what do you mean? <laughs> he's like, yeah, I lived in Denver for like six years. I was working in accounting and I just like decided to sell everything I own and move down here. And I just got here like a couple weeks ago. Oh, well... I want to do that. <laughs> Sell everything I own and become a bartender in Costa Rica. That sounds When I went to the Virgin Islands, I used to go a lot when my 20s because we vacationed there as a family. And then my brother was obsessed with the Virgin Islands. It probably still is. But he, whenever he had a break from the Naval Academy, he would always go to the Virgin Islands. And so one of the times I met him and my sister-in-law there and we just like had an amazing time. But we would always meet the people who either owned bars or were bartending and just had that like lifestyle of they just, you know, sold everything and moved and just became a bar. And it was so fun to talk to them about that. I just remember (laughs) I have this significant memory of the week prior when I was there, Kenny Chesney had been there. You know, Kenny Chesney's like all of his videos are like in the Virgin Islands and St. John. And so I had this like dream. I was like, I'm going to meet Kenny Chesney here and we're going to get married. And it's like, that's going to be my life. But Instead, I ended up like making out with some guy who owned a boat company there. And like then he was like trying I mean, to get me to move there. And I was yeah. like, I'm not here to. <laughs> I'm not here to. I'm not here to like run away with you, push. but I'll make out with you. <laughs> but maybe. Why not? I mean, could, the life. Could I could have had a much different life of just like different. living on boats in St. John. <laughs> not a bad idea. You know, yeah, not a bad idea. Let's take a quick break to talk about some of our amazing sponsors. First of all, if you guys have not tried this face lotion yet, I need you to. I just need you to experience it. I just ran out and I'm so pissed. I just have to say it. (laughs) It's so good. So (laughs) the Purity Woods. Age defying dream cream. The Purity Woods age defying dream cream. It's so amazing. It's like so light, but also like so wonderful. I took it on my trip. It's under like, screw this TSA. Oh, oh, did you, is it, is it TSA approved? You put it in the back? Oh, okay, great. Good to know. It's amazing. I I was actually like really worried that I was going to have to leave it at home. And then I looked, I was like, I think it's like three ounces. So it was perfect. It was wonderful. I used it every night after I had like washed off all my sunscreen and my face was all like salty and I love Mm -hmm. it so much. Purity Woods mission is to provide people with clean and effective, healthy aging and longevity products. All their products are USDA certified organic, non-GMO. They don't have anything official. They don't have anything artificial. They are free of toxic preservatives and synthetic additives. There's no pesticides, no chemical fertilizers used in any of their ingredients. They don't have any dyes, parabens, and it is also cruelty-free, never tested on animals. We really love it so much. One of their revolutionary ingredients is a maple leaf extract. Maple leaves contain anti-inflammatory antioxidants and hydrating properties, which can help soothe irritated or inflamed skin while also plumping, brightening, and nourishing it. It literally just makes my skin look so dewy and awake, and I love it so much. So if you guys have not 
tried this yet, go to puritywoods.com and enter code joy or go to puritywoods.com forward slash joy, J-O-Y. Then I'll take you directly to the product. You don't even have to browse. Just go right there and you will get an additional discount. They are currently offering 17% off site wide, but your code will get you an extra 10%. So it's 27% off. Makes it very affordable. You guys got to try this. Our next sponsor is Ned, the makers of our favorite CBD products. I realized I've been really bad with like letting things run out lately and then realizing how much I love our, our sponsors. I just put in a big order for the Ned sleep blend. They have a de-stress blend that I'm trying out to just kind of like keep things even keel during the day. I just re-upped my shut eye chai and that's like a nice little evening beverage. So I know everyone's doing dry January. I'm not like super subscribed to that right now, but it is nice to kind of like add that into your evening beverage routine. Somebody just posted this whole, I don't know, viral cocktail of like the sleepy girl cocktail where you put magnesium into this blend of tart cherry juice and something else, sparkling water. And I was like, you should get mellow for the sleepy girl cocktail because that is perfect. So you can support the podcast by going to helloned.com forward slash joy, enter discount code joy, and that gives you 15% off your first order. Ned has been a supporter of our podcast since the beginning of time, it feels like. So we just love that they continue to support us. We continue to support them. And as listeners, it's an easy way for you to support us by supporting our great sponsors. So thank you again, Ned. Again, that's helloned.com forward slash joy. I feel like we're a little bit late to this conversation because it's already the well into the second week of January. Mm-hmm. But are you, so what did you say about resolutions? Oh, okay. So I did tell everyone the last time my word of the year is growth. It just like, I don't subscribe to that typically, but I was like, oh, that just feels, there's something kind of like brewing. I don't know how to excri- describe it. Maybe the woo woo, maybe it is the astrological, the planets are moving around. I don't know. It just was something that was resonating, resonating with me. So one of my coworkers, was like, okay, so this, she just was randomly talking about this in one of our like little coffee chests that we have. She's like, I'm doing this 30 days of kind of like a manifestation for 30, 30 days, this program that she's like, I've been doing it for like the past 10 years. And I've always thought about putting it together in like more of a digestible format for people to consume it. And, you know, maybe she'll offer it in like a group setting, but she's like, I want to give it as a gift to my friends and family. So she created this little private Facebook group called the 30 days of new. And if you've done any type of like positive manifestation type of work before, it's very similar to that. But she's, she's such a light. I love her so much. She's one of those people you're like, I just want to be around you 24 seven, because you're just like such a positive person. She does these little like one minute videos with like an intention for the day. So I'm doing that as opposed to like these very specific resolutions. But man, I tell you, it is hard because I, it just forces you a lot. It forces you to think a lot about the way that you think and our limiting beliefs. And me personally, I tend to go not negative, but we are, we are wired to like look for danger. So I notice myself a lot kind of like, especially this time of year, falling into the projections and worries and yeah I think you have a tendency to like talk yourself out of things yeah for sure or think like I I can't do that or like more of the limiting beliefs and like what's the point kind of like totally yeah. yeah and and that does that's just like silly and so my goal right now is like you are not allowed to do that you just aren't like if you have that thought it's very cognitive behavioral therapy but it's like if that thought comes up I'm like you're just not allowed to do that right now for at least 30 days <laughs> So that's been really helpful. It's like, it's a cute little group. It's like little daily tasks. And then I added that to 
this journal app that I found on the Apple, on the iPhone. I always laugh at myself when I say the Apple iPhone, because like, what else is there? But when I was at the DA's office forever ago, I did this a lot because my boss at the time was like super into manifestation. She was so cool to be around because she was always like inspiring people. And we had this thing called like a dream box where we would put things that we like wished for and we just put it in this box and then she'd like open it six months later and be like look at all these things that came true it was really cute so I'm like I want that energy back in my life and I feel like Chelsea is kind of the manifestation of unfortunately that boss passed away a couple years ago so I'm like I've been really missing that person in my life so I got this journal app to kind of keep me on track it's kind of funny we had a listener who actually works at Apple was like I didn't even know that they were releasing this app it is not easy to find if you have an iPhone you I think you have to have like a certain update on your phone in order to see the app, but it's just called journal. If you enter journal in the iPhone app store, you might find it. I'm happy to send you a screenshot if you want to just DM us of what it looks like, but it's the Apple. If you even just Google Apple journal app, you might be able to see what it looks like on <laughs> online, but I'm just laughing because it's not super easy to find, but that's been something I've finally been able to keep up with is a daily little journal. I like it. It kind of like populates pictures if you've texted someone that day, any podcast you've listened to, it'll like ask you if you want to add this to your journal entry, which is kind of fun because I'll be like, Claire and I joked about blah, blah, blah. And it's just like a fun little timestamp of the things that like happened in that day, along with I've been screenshotting things either from Pinterest, like quotes or my horoscope for the day and like putting that as like a reminder of the things that I need to focus on for that day. So that's been what I've been doing. And I really, really like it so far, but it is difficult because yeah, I just like today, I woke up and I was like, oh, it's Monday. I feel kind of low. I feel like kind of blah. The weather's really cold. And I'm like, okay, I I can't like go down that rabbit hole too far. Like, let's reel it back in a little bit and let's get back on track. So we'll see. But I'd be curious too, like if anyone else is doing anything that's similar or what's kind of inspiring you in January. I know dry January is a big thing for people. But again, I'm not really. Yeah. If anyone in the chat right right now, now. I know we have seven-ish people in the chat. If anybody is uh, doing anything for New Year's that you're for resolutions or resolution adjacent that you're excited about, let us know. I like that. I feel like, you know, there's all those jokes about like this, I'm going to go purchase the notebook that will finally change my life. And there is a, I feel that way. I mean, I know you do. You're like, I have so many journals. Please somebody like take these off my hands. And then every once in a while, <laughs> Joy just held up her stack of unused journals. Every once in a while, something will just click where suddenly like a habit just like feels like it falls into place. Like, do you remember probably for like two or three years I was doing little gratitude Instagram stories yes, every single night yes. I kept that up for like three you years you did you did and I thought yeah. about bringing it back in like I'll have this little itch of like oh like I still get this moment at the end of the day of like oh I should write down my things I'm thankful for like it became such a habit and it was so informal all I did was I did an Instagram story every single night or most nights that was just like here's what I'm thankful here are three things I'm thankful for that happened today and the only restriction was it had to have been something that happened that day and sometimes they were kind of bigger like I remember in the early days of the pandemic I started doing them when I was like eight months pregnant with Evie and then I kept doing them through the pandemic until Evie was probably like three I was doing them and in the early days of the pandemic Evie was one and Miles was four and Brandon was working in the hospital and you know he was working crazy hours and even when he did come home we didn't know like if he needed to quarantine or what and so and we had our au pair thankfully who to this day is amazing even though she's not our au pair anymore she's still just amazing at the end of the day she would be done and I would be like trying to entertain these kids and make dinner and no one could and, and like at that traditionally 
Maybe my mom would have come over or something if Brandon was at work, but she couldn't come over. And so we would FaceTime my grandparents, who have both since passed away, and I my grandma. That. And the, I remember some screenshots of like the cutest little faces. They, it, were, they, so were, they loved it. And so we would just like prop up the phone in front of, yeah. especially Evie in her high chair. They would kind of just entertain the kids like while I was trying to cook dinner. And yeah. so I remember like so many of my gratitude things around that time were like FaceTiming with my grandparents. And now when those memories pop up, I love it. Because because I can list like on this day three years ago I have my little Instagram story that says like today I'm thankful for these things and it is great and, and it's kind of similar similar feeling to what you're saying about like putting your intentions in a box and opening them up six months later when you look back three years ago it's like oh that was such a big a big little thing at that time you know being able to FaceTime my grandparents and wow I really take for granted that I can just like have my mom come over now and that wasn't a, that wasn't available to me then or right you know so it's I cool love because you like have you do have a, a lot of times when I post something on social media because I don't really use my personal account I kind of use ours as like I want to use this as a timestamp because I want to look back at this in a year you know and the memories come up so it's it's not yeah. always like oh what would people find interesting it's like no it's like oh I me. really yeah it's kind of cool and I that's one thing I really like for social media is being able to be like oh I want to kind of have this stamp in time because yeah. that's the great thing remember. is it, it it gives you the memories of where you were and that's always fun to look about look at look at and I think that's probably why, like, before social media, like, you know, journaling and diet, like, a daily journal was more, I don't know. Right. So yeah. That's something I thought about redoing. But, um, okay, so in the chat, we have Alicia is doing 24 for 24. We'd love to know what some of your goals are. I can talk about a few more of mine. Kelly is doing, she says, I like to choose words. Mine this year is expansion. That's a good one. And Deanna says, I also have too many planners. Susan is also doing 24 for 24. I picked a few more 24 for 24s. I kind of like rounded out my list while we were on vacation. They are, I mean, some of these are like not that interesting. Hopefully some of them will be good. I'm going to try to see like for the first couple of weeks how these feel because some of them are a little bit more. Last year I did 23 and 23 and I did really well, pretty well. And a lot of them though were like one and done. It was like this is like a thing you're going to do once and it'll check it off the list. Some of them were a little bit longer, but maybe it was like, oh, I'm going to do this one thing three times throughout the year. It wasn't like every day I'm going to do this. And I have no illusions of doing anything every single day. Uh, you know, that's just not how I work or I think most humans work. But I wrote these kind of more like aspirationally. And what I'm hoping to do is do them the majority of the time. Like I want to be better about getting enough protein. That's something I have always, always struggled with. And I really want to make it a focus. I do too. That's totally. actually a good one. And I just like, okay, like let's just be intentional about that. I want to be better. I want to like have that in the back of my mind all the time of like, maybe I just will have a quick protein shake before I go to bed because I don't, I just don't, I, I don't know, know how I'm people same, get protein. I don't either because most I mean, of the I time know, but. there's like easy ways to do it. I get it. But whenever I think about protein, I think of like things you have to chew a lot and I don't like to have, I don't like chewing really hard. <laughs> So oh, I'm like, wow, Joy, this but is I also worse than with the time that you didn't want to stand at your fridge and fill up your Stanley Cup. I don't like chewing. I don't, I don't like, don't like chewing. chewing. I don't like chewing. I like to chew. Th- Maybe I'm becoming my father because my father likes to eat softer foods. I'm like, I can't like meats and things. I'll eat like salmon. Things are like lighter and crumblier. You don't want to have to like gnaw. No, I don't want to gnaw. Like I always think of that um, <laughs> miscongeniality where he's like, I'm distracted by that piece of carcass rolling around in your open trap. <laughs> wide open trap um that's how i feel i feel like i'm like (laughs) but anyway 
I, I mean, pro, but also I don't want to sit and eat, drink like a bunch of protein shakes. Like, ugh, I know anyway. I am. If anyone has the magic, magic. Yeah. And I feel like in the times of my life where I've tracked macros, which again, is something that I think is a really helpful tool. And if you can kind of drop in and out of it, the, the thing that always my takeaway is always like, wow, I have to really plan if I'm going to try to get more than 50 or 60 grams of protein a day. And even that is like, I would say my yeah. average eating habits, and we're ta- I eat meat every single night for dinner. I eat eggs a lot. Like turns out eggs actually don't have that much protein in them. And, you know, it's like, what, five grams of protein or something, five or seven an egg. You know, and then I'll have like chicken on, on a salad at lunch or I'll have a sandwich with turkey. Like I'm eating meat and animal protein at every meal. And even still, I would say like, if I'm not just like given my, if you just take my average eating habits, I may be getting 50 or so grams of protein a day, 50 to 60, probably should be getting more like 80 to 100. So, I mean, that jump can be made with like one protein shake and then being a little more focused on protein throughout the day. Yeah, we should probably have Sassy Laura Ligos back on to be like, please help us. She always posts about this, by the way. So if you follow her- Easy way to get more protein. Easy way to get it. And it is, but it is like, I mean, no matter what camp you're in around diet, exercise, supplementation, anything, the number one thing people always say is, and like for women specifically, is like, yeah, you're probably not getting enough protein. If you prioritize protein, it is, you know, like you really can't overdo it on protein. It's the one macro that you absolutely need. Like you can go low fat, you can go low carb, you need protein. So that's one of mine. Kelly says, I add protein powder to my oatmeal every morning, though I think I remember Claire hating that. I don't love it. Thank you for remembering that about me. I have tried to love it. It makes my protein, my, I think it makes my oatmeal a weird consistency, but it's a great hack if you yeah, are. Yeah, it does not a little bit. I put it in mine and I'm like, there's a it certain makes it protein. like fluffy in a way that I don't love. I don't know. So I use this, we had them as a sponsor and we still, I still use them, which is LO Health, E L O. And they have a really great customized protein that I've been using. It's really fine. So when you add it, it dissolves really quickly. It's not like clumpy, which that's right. It's not kind so of, powdery. I like the Ascent protein they sell at Costco. You can get it, like right now, I don't know if this will be true by the time you guys are listening to this, but like at the beginning of the year, Whole Foods always has a great 30% off sale for all their supplements and that includes Every store, I mean, Whole Foods, Vitamin Cottage, Sprouts, they're always like, everybody's buying health stuff. It's like BOGO for vitamins. It's fantastic. So like I just stocked up on some at Whole Foods yesterday and because I have tried Vega, which I just, it doesn't blend the way I want it. Yeah, and I, I used to be such a Vega fan I because I was obsessed with Brendan Brazier. Yeah, I have tried so many. I want a protein powder that's not whey based because the whey kind of like messes with my guts. But I just there aren't ones available that I that are I find regularly that I like. I like the Equip one, the like beef whatever it is, but mm-hmm. it's so expensive, and I'm not yeah. gonna spend that much money. So I've just had to come to terms with the fact that like, I'm going to be a little gassy just as well as. And then let's see some other like, I want to try to also drink more water. That's another one of those things where it's like, oh, I always just always should be. Hopefully we'll see if it sticks. Yeah. Alicia has her, has see the solar eclipse on hers, which is a great one. I love those ones where you're like, oh yeah, I want to do that. All right, guys. I think that's it for today. Don't forget to think about Ireland. I'm getting really excited. This is the year we go. Oh my gosh, I know. Like in six months, it's going to be so fun. If you have any questions about Ireland, if you're just like even considering it, send us an email. This is joyandclare at gmail.com. We will send you all the details. Go to our Instagram. There's an Ireland Q&A. All the info you need is there. Don't forget to please support our sponsor, Purity Woods, the age-defying dream cream. 
so luxurious and wonderful. Puritywoods.com forward slash joy. And also our favorite CBD, Ned. Go to helloned.com forward slash joy. Get yourself some amazing CBD products. Thank you for supporting the brands that support our sponsors. You can find us on Instagram at joyandclaire underscore. You can email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com. And you can go to our website, joyandclaire.com. We will talk to you next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.